Comedy Cassoulet, now available in Europe. I'm through. The way the disguise worked, please tell me you know where they're holding the senator hostage. Affirmative agent. I'm detecting movement on the third floor. There's CCTV footage from every room in the building, except for one. Sounds like a good place to start. We have four minutes until the security guard sweeps his corridor again. What is the quickest way to this room? Oh, um... Quickly! Just one sec. The computer wants me to download an update. Minimizing that. Okay, third door on your left. Up the stairs, the second floor. We can bypass security using the ventilation shaft. The ventilation hatch is code protected. Quickly! Sorry, Dave. It's downloaded the update anyway. I have to wait for the reboot. Apparently the fonts were out of date. And the antivirus. Come on! I, I don't use my real name. Sorry. Switching to secondary computer. Initializing lock decoder. I can hear the footsteps on the stairs. Unlocked. Make your way one floor up. Headcount. How many am I up against? Uh, the heat sensing software is actually on the updated computer, so... Give me a break. They've got eyes on me. I, I need to make a break now. Hang on, just logging in. Oh crap. More guys on my tail? In what direction? No, apparently it's been six months since I changed my password. I got to think of a new one. We've got bigger priorities. You say that, but if I don't pick a memorable yet unpredictable password, I'll get into the password reset cycle where I can't remember any password. My creativity gets drained having to constantly come up with a new one. Use your favourite song title with the O's and L's replaced by zeros and ones. Nice idea. Going for an 80s classic that's never gonna let me down. Oh no. Am I surrounded? No. It's too short and it has to have special characters. Just add some brackets around it or something. Oh, saying it's too close to a previous password. Running out of time here. They're getting closer. Oh, they're going to text me to confirm that I want to change my password. And done. There are four heartbeats surrounding you. Make that three. Agent? Agent, did you get that? There are three heartbeats. Three, not four. Oops. Never mind. Thank you for choosing Tem Tours as your guide for today's trip down the country's most used river. We were voted Tour of the Year 1354, so you know you're in safe hands. A few bits of admin. If the boat sinks, we're dead. If you fall in the river, you're dead. And regardless of this trip, within two weeks, you'll be dead. As we slowly move through the 40 to 50% water, you'll notice to your left, cholera, and to your right, cholera. We're very lucky today, as you can see, we have a live dunking of a witch on the riverbank. Let's just have a look and see if she drowns or is indeed a witch. There you have it, she wasn't a witch. Great news. Moving on to one of the tallest structures in modern day London, the Lambeth Dung Heap stands at an incredible 30 horses tall. Rumour has it that it was constructed by just one man. We can't say if that's true or not, but just imagine if it was inspiring. 
as we turn Plague Corner, we have people being burnt. Why? I can't say for sure. Could be Plague. Hence Plague Corner. But could also be because these people stole a sheep. It's hard to know. Of course, it could also be because their neighbours were a bit chilly. Don't worry, as you can see, all the correct fire precautions have been taken. All remaining fuel has been stored safely, locked away, and told that their religion was the wrong one. Good to see good practice there. Wouldn't want a fire getting out of hand in the city of London. You'll start to see the Tower of London. This state-of-the-art, modern building boasts more than two toilets, which is two more than any other building in the city. It's famous for its ravens, and superstition has it that if a raven is lost, then the king shits himself. Coming to the end of the tour now, and straight ahead, as we head under it, you'll see London Bridge, which appears to be falling down. Passion. Desire. Attraction. Heat. Sausage. Saucisson. The new flagrance by Greggs. Thank you for all being here at this charity fundraiser. Now we have our final speaker, Dr. Simpkins, here to talk to us about a very serious subject. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I was invited today to talk about a very serious condition found in every corner of the globe. Grotesque, nasty death syndrome. Gonads, as it's also known. Gonads impacts the lives of millions and is known for its terrible prognosis. Everyone who has gonads soon suffers Woo! Uh, <clears throat> uh, terrible pain, profuse bleeding, blindness, and the inability to taste butterscotch. Oh, fuck yeah! Uh, <clears throat> uh, culminating in a uh, prolonged but guaranteed death. Uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused here. Do, do you understand what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying? Uh, this is a terrible condition. Uh, the scourge of, of countless people. The human cost of gonads is appalling. I, I, I myself have been involved in when my entire family was wiped out by the condition. You animals! I've dedicated my entire life to beating gonads. Uh, how can you do this? I said. I set up an entire foundation to research a cure. We've spent millions trying to find a solution. We are closer than ever before to finally busting gonads across the world. Get the fuck off the stage. That, 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 
That's it. I'm I'm leaving. I, I can't believe this. I, I should never agree to this fundraiser. Well, I um, think that's about all we have time for. This has been the fundraiser for people with inappropriate reactions. Thank you all for attending. It's been a pleasure. He won't trouble Her Majesty's government anymore, Em. Dead as a doornail. He hasn't submitted a customer satisfaction survey yet. You did remember to leave him a form, didn't you? Well, no, Em, I didn't. Uh, but I just shot him in the head three times with my Walther PPK. He didn't seem in much of a position to fill in a how-did-we-do-today survey. But it's civil service policy to get customer feedback. It's important these days. You know I have a licence to kill, Em. Perhaps you need to refresh yourself on what kill exactly means. Anyway, please remember next time, and your next mission involves a chew. Oh, bless you, Em. Uh, is it your hay fever? Of course not, Bond. Keep up. A chew is the avenged capitalist hostility to the oppressed organisation. Intelligence tell us they are plotting to bomb Burp. Uh, you must have had that spicy curry there last night, hmm? For God's sake, Bond. Burp is the British Union of retired premiers. Achu want revenge for our foreign policy mistakes and they are planning to attack the next meeting. Don't you read any of the briefing material? I've told the government that you're a top wanker. I beg your pardon, Em? Warranted agent for national killing. It's written on your licence to kill for pity's sake. Oh, let me guess, Em. Is that the force for the active removal of terrorists? What on earth are you on about, Bond? I had a spicy curry last night and it's giving me terrible wind. Anyway, collect all the info from Money Penny on the way out and don't mess up. Just stop. Achoo! Bless you. Uh, sorry, I, I forgot. Oh, hello, Money Penny. How about a drink later, followed by a bit of fun at my place? Oh, James, you are such a twat. Oh, uh, so does that stand for the uh, terrorist war? Something... No, no, it just sounds for sexist twat. Now, clear off or I'll report you to HR. Hi, kids. Are you fed up of the same boring old games? Yeah! Do you want real stakes, real excitement, real danger? Yeah! Well, good news. The good guys at Chasco have got something exciting for you. Introducing the new real range of board games. All the classic games you know and love, but now for real! Yay! Why not start the weekend with a fun game of real snakes and ladders? Or enjoy the intensity of a game of real battleships. Or if that's too much for you, why not take it slow with a game of real Cluedo? Okay, Inspector Timmy, as you can see from the blood splatters here, here and here, the perpetrator first smashed in Colonel Mustard's skull with the candlestick, then skinned him like a kebab in the conservatory with the dagger. What lead do you want us to follow first? I want my mummy! The real range, available from all good stores while stocks last. 
or until the lawsuits. It's Chesco. Hey. Hey. What do you think of the music? Not really my sort of thing. What sort of thing do you like? Oh, I don't know, just a little bit of everything, really. All right, yeah, me too. But not techno, then. Nah. Hip-hop? Not really. Rap? No. Metal? Hardcore punk? Oh, God, no. Folk? Scar? Country music? Ah. Free jazz, acapella, beatboxing, screamo scat, reggae, gospel, delta blues, mariachi, panpipes? Nothing that niche. Christmas carols. Well, once a year. Blues? Country music? Swing? Yeah. Swing? Yeah, yeah, when I'm in the mood. Alright, oh, like like Lindy Hop? No. Gypsy swing? No. Big band? More that sort of thing. Sinatra. Oh, it's too much. Big Crosby? Oh, too slow. Ella Fitzgerald? It's too new. So right, just just Duke Ellington then? Oh. Well, not everything really, just, just his hits. Such as? Oh, well, really, it's just cocktails for two. Oh, wow. This is more like it. Not really my thing. Welcome to this week's episode of Ill-Informed Views, the phone-in where you have your say because the airtime isn't going to fill itself. Here's a man from a place. Hello. And here's a woman from a different place. Hello. Now, man, you like your toast well done, don't you? Absolutely, and I hate anyone that doesn't. Great. And woman, you think that's absolutely vile, don't you? Disgusting. Yes, that's what we like to hear. Now you two let out all your toasty anger and frustration out on each other, preferably for the next 15 minutes of airtime. You know, we moved on, don't you? We don't need to scorch bread over a burning cow anymore. That's how I like it. The bread part, not the cow. I prefer my cow rare. I bet you don't even eat cow. Anyway, I'm not having some man in an ivory tower tell me how to eat my hovis or heifer. That's it. I can taste the crumbly conflict. How about another slice of fury? Look, we got through two world wars, so I'm sure we can all tolerate slightly burnt toast. But we didn't choose those wars. Hitler didn't make me turn the toaster thermostat to six. Here we go. Always linking it back to the Nazis. Hang on. Toaster thermostat? Is that what you call it? Yeah, what else would you call the dial? No, it's just I agree with you. You what with me? I agree with what you're saying. I, st- I still don't understand. You you know we're different, right? Yes, uh, but my wife thinks I'm insane for calling it a thermostat. But you call it that too. I think this is the start of something. Why are we fighting? I... I... I don't know. No. No, no! Did you not hear what he said about the light toast? And I'm pretty sure he called you a flaming cow. Are you going to let him get away with that? It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Life is suffering. 
possessions and attachments are meaningless. We are all spiritual entities as one, flowing through the ether. But what about the toast? The toast is meaningless. It's a construct for you to fill airtime on daytime radio. But what about drive time at four o'clock? Oh, I love drive time. I hate that bloody show. Oh, Sally. I haven't seen you in ages. I was just thinking about you and in you walk. Can I buy you a coffee? Oh, and what a beautiful baby. Oh, lovely. And it looks just like Frank. He's got Frank's nose and ears. I finished with Frank a year ago and with Sam now. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. He does look a lot like Frank. Are you certain it was a year? Nine months, maybe? How dare you, Jenny? It's Sam's child. Well, definitely. Well, well, I suppose it could be Darren's or, or Jack's or the bloke who just came to read the meter and joined in. But uh, I, it absolutely isn't Frank's. But look at you. I'm not the only one starting a family. When, when's your baby due? I, I, I'm not pregnant. Oh, well, uh, but I'm not one to body shame anyone. Be, be secure in your own skin, Jenny. Yeah. I've tried a diet, but since Steve dumped me, I've been comfort eating and... <laughs> Look at you, so slim. Oh, I, I had anorexia and I only just pulled through. Well, I'm sure it's not your fault. I read somewhere that family pressure can push young women over the edge. Uh, did I mention my mum died last week? Oh, I'm sorry. How is your dad coping? Oh, he, he died the week before. I'm even more sorry. Poor you. But you are looking well. Your hair is gorgeous. It, it, it's a wig. I lost all my hair with the anorexia. Sorry again. I seem to be putting my foot in it today. And your baby is gorgeous. With those little wisps of red hair. My Steve has red hair. Or should I just say Steve? It's not mine anymore. Wait a moment, uh, what did Steve do for a living? Well, when I last saw him, he was reading electricity meters. Oh, God. Early 30s, long-term relationship, careers. Need a bridge between having children and nothing? Why not try a cat? Cats are just like children. Needy, vicious, self-centred, scratchy, manipulative. But you can let them go outside by themselves. Try a cat today, and if it hasn't manipulated you into letting them stay in 30 minutes, then your money back. Cats, worse than dogs, but less work. Please take a seat, gentlemen. Thank you. So what can I do for you, Mr... Mr... Well, it's Zeus, actually. And we gods don't use them, mister. It's just that I would like my son Hercules to join your nursery school, madam. Oh, thank you for your interest in our institution, sir. But without your son here, I'm afraid we won't be able to fill the application form today. But he's right here, just sitting next to me. Um, you mean... Yes, I can confirm I'm my father's son. And, um, gosh, how, how old are you? He's three years old, madam. The beard and moustache make him look a bit older, I give you that. Hi. I'm sorry, sir, 
but I'll need to see his birth certificate. There you are, madam. Thank you. For Christ's sake! Did I say that out loud? Oh, sorry. Um, so, you are Hercules, son of Zeus? What a strange certificate. Age three years old, indeed. Um, this one must have changed since the birth certificate. Height? Six feet tall. Six feet tall. So he's taller than any of the nurses working here. Is that a problem? No. Uh, well, yes, actually. I was wondering if one of our staff could carry him to the bedroom if he happens to fall asleep one afternoon. And I'm worried that we are not equipped with king-size beds. I understand. But let me reassure you, Hercules never falls asleep. He has already the endurance of an adult, but still the heart of a child. Oh, can you be more specific, sir? Certainly. When Hercules was a toddler, he was already hyperactive. He couldn't stay in his cradle, so one night he twisted the metal bars which were surrounding him in order to escape to my wife's garden on tiptoes. <laughs> uh, that's typical of young children. The call of nature. Um, of the nature, I mean. Only my wife used to keep a collection of vipers in there. The next morning we found Hercules babbling with joy as he managed to plait her snakes. I was so proud of him. After all these years, I could again walk fearlessly in the garden. Anything else? Yes, we also trained him to chop down trees to have some wood for the winter. He has such a dexterity when he whooshes the axe. And for next summer, we have planned to initiate him to asbestos disposal. Uh, thank you. I think, I think we've got everything. Um, we shall contact you in due course to notify you of our decision. Uh, thank you for your time, madam. Thanks. Um, why is your son now staring at me like that? Oh, we just want to peck. A peck? Well, you know how three-year-olds are like, don't you? Uh, of course, but... Um... Before we proceed, madam, I must tell you something. I've seen many beauties in this world. But these sparks in your deep blue eyes, which promise swashbuckling adventures on the sea, have made me realise how far I was from comprehending the definition of beauty. And I just wanted to thank you for that. What a beautiful prose for a three-year-old. Surely you're a precarious child that you've led to learn where the cheeks are situated on a human's face. Arrivederci. I thought the Greeks used the word endio to say goodbye. This is a hold-up. Put all the money into the bag. Good morning, sir, and welcome to First Central Bank. How can I help you with this morning? I just told you, put all the money in the bag or else. Ah, oh, that would be cash you're asking for. Of course it is, I'm a bank robber. Well, we don't carry cash anymore. Our customers don't use it. They use swipe cards or they use their mobile phones. We could offer you advice on mortgages or investment products. C could I interest you in any of those? No, no, I just want cash. Uh... Could you recommend a bank that still has cash? No, not really. No banks bother with cash anymore. Um, if you do have your personal details, I could do a back transfer to your account. Oh, that, that sounds okay. How much would you want? Uh, I'm not sure. This is the first bank I've robbed. I was made redundant and I'm a little bit short of money for my extravagant lifestyle of drugs and prostitutes. I hope you understand. Of course I do. We are the listening bank. When we used to have cash, we would have 5,000 in the drawer. Would that be enough? Sounds like a start. Well, thank you very much. 
My name is Brian Pettigrew. My address is flat 103, The Maltings. That's fine. Don't worry about account details. We can look you up. Best go home now, and I can assure you that you will get what's coming to you. Thank you very much indeed. I've had good service, and I will definitely come in here again. Probably not for a few years, but thank you for using First Central Bank today. Date for the recorder. This is the 13th of August 2019. I am Detective Jones interviewing Jack Jason Dodds, born the 12th of February 93. Time is 15.43. Is your name Jack Jason Dodds? It isn't not. So it is. Can you confirm where you were yesterday? I wasn't at no homicide. Aha! Who said anything about a homicide? Now, can you explain why this CCTV footage shows you hovering over the body of Johnny Evans yesterday at 20.35? Well, yeah. Johnny was stabbed, wasn't he? But but you just said you weren't there. Uh, in fact, I didn't. I said I wasn't at no homicide. So I was at some homicide. That's not how it works, Jack. I didn't not murder no one. Okay. So you admit to murdering him? What? N- no. Are you stupid? It's not that I don't doubt you. I just want a fair judicious process. You don't not got nothing on me, detective. I... I am unable not to listen to your... to your every word. Now you're getting it. I'm really not. Let's start at the beginning. Then I won't never bother you no more. Is that a threat? No, seriously, is that a threat? I have no idea what you're talking about. Comedy Casserole was written and performed by Jack Barnes, Jean-Charles Bricola, Dan McMahon, Catherine Seed, Barry Snelson and Martin Colbert. Music was by James Otter.